a little something extra from the apple seed. And now, here's your host, Sam Payne. What a pleasure to have you with us today to listen to a great story and share some lively conversation with uh, folks that we like. We bring them into the studio, we listen to stories together, and we share memories and experiences from our own lives brought to mind by the stories. It's what we hope you're doing at home. We always hope that the stories that we bring you on the program spark memories for you that you can share with the people that you love. And I'm happy to have in the studio with me Jeff Simpson, our producer. Jeff, great to have you as great always. Great to be back. And this is kind of this 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 apple seed bite is could be considered part of a series. Right, part two, part of the Uncle Jeff's nieces series, Guyman's Revenge, we'll call it, <laughs> because I brought my niece Kirsten Guyman, who yeah. is the oldest niece in the Simpson family. Wow, yeah, the, the, so the matriarchal niece. Yes, yeah, that probably doesn't even work. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten, it's great to have you with us. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Kirsten has an interest in editing and publishing, for which the world of literature will thank you, Kirsten. I know that's going to happen. So. Oh, and tell us where you just uh, lived for 18 months and what language you studied. I just got back from living in Italy. Um, I oh, was wow. living in the Rome area, and so I was studying Italian. I was getting to talk to people there every day in Italian, um, and it was it was an incredible experience. I, I hope I don't start speaking in Italian in this episode. <laughs> I, sometimes I kind of slip and... I had a I had an experience just last night with the Italian language. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was sitting down to enjoy a slice of zucchini bread. Oh. Zucchini bread made by my wife. You always and start these conversations right around lunchtime. I know. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was about to eat this piece of zucchini bread, and I was prominently using the word zucchini. You know, when somebody in the room. Uh, uh, a friend of my daughter's said, you know, in Italian, it's uh, zucchini is the plural, right? Yes. And I said, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. She said, yeah, zucchini is the plural. I said, what do you call just one of them? And you know, Kirsten, mm-hmm. what is it? It's a zucchine. Oh! Zucchine. Yeah, with an E at the end instead of the I. Zucchini. Really? And a mm-hmm. zucchini. So one. This yeah. is somebody that you knew, though. It wasn't just some random person that just like popped in the room and's like, actually, that's true. That's true. wouldn't that be kind of great, though, if we had somebody like that? <laughs> and then just like, and say, I can correct you on that. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, and then just like dramatically removes themselves from you know from the room. <laughs> that you know? would be incredible. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be incredible. So I was grateful. I was grateful for that insight into the into the treat I was about to eat. So, yeah. Well, we're going to listen to, you know, that uh, uh, there is an Italian connection to this story that we're going to listen well, to. Well, it's Tim Lowry with a story called Madonna Francesca. and How did he do, Kirsten? How was that? That's pretty good. That's pretty I'm good. impressed. I, 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 I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, is he from South Carolina? Yeah. <laughs> so you have yes. somebody from South Carolina doing an Italian accent. Kirsten, you might giggle at the story, not just All because right. it's funny, but maybe because he's, pulling off or trying to pull off an Italian accent, right? <laughs> but and, uh, and this guy, Tim Lowry, a longtime friend of the Appleseed and and wears uh, seersucker suits and bow ties and leads seersucker strolls through his town. People can come and pay a little money and stroll around his South Carolina town and he, in seersucker and a bow tie, will lead them through the town and tell them stories about the historic buildings and things like that. So the less cultured or the less familiar with the South, a seersucker suit would be... Imagine, you, you've you've seen him and you probably can imagine it. It's Colonel a, Sanders? 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. the, the the seersucker the seersucker suit. Uh, the it's it's like uh, alternating light blue and white stripes. You okay, know, just light colored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim Lauer's a classy dude, and he and he and he uh, uh, carries a fan too. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got fans. You know about fans. You have them all everywhere around you. <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> we just listened to one of Sam's stories on a just a recent bite. But uh, this story with Tim Lowry, it is about this beautiful woman that is just so unattainable. She has all these suitors, potential suitors after her, and uh, they just can't quite nail her down for various reasons. Maybe a little more superficial than, you know, logical, real reasons, right? But uh, this is a story where she is trying to get rid of these suitors that just keep coming after her. Madonna Francesca, Tim Lowry, here. I'm excited. On the Appleseed. Madonna Francesca, she was a bella. She was a very good looking. She had long black hair, lily-white skin, ruby-red lips. Whenever she would go walking down the street in her village, all of the men would say, Oh, Madonna Francesca, she is a belle! But Madonna Francesca paid no attention to those men. There was something wrong with every single one of them. They were either too fat or too stupid or too ugly or too lazy. That's why Madonna never married. She could never find anyone who was suitable. It was a big problem for Madonna Francesca to have so many suitors and not one of them was at all a desirable husband. There were two men who were a particular problem for the Madonna Francesca. The first man, his name was Luigi. Now, Luigi, he was nice, he was big, he was strong, he was handsome... But he was a nose picker. Luigi was always a picking his nose. Every night he would come to the Madonna Francesca's garden. He would stand in her garden and sing to her, trying to make her fall in love with him. Every night he would stand under her window in the garden and he would sing, Oh, Bella Donna Francesca, you are the one I love. Ugh. Madonna Francesca would sing back, I cannot love you, you are ugly. Go away from my window now, go away from me. You are a nose picker. Oh, it was terrible. And as soon as Luigi would go away, then Giuseppe would come. Now Giuseppe, he was nice, he was rich, he was strong, handsome. He was not a nose picker, but he was a smelly. He was a very smelly. Oh. Every night he would come and stand in the garden of the Madonna Francesca and look up to her window and sing to her, trying to make her fall in love with him. He would sing, Oh, Bella Donna Francesca, you are the one I love. Oh. Madonna Francesca would say, I cannot love you. You are ugly. Go away from my window now. Go away from me. You are smelly. Oh, it was terrible. What was Madonna Francesca to do? 
there was a third man in the village. His name was Scarpia. Now Scarpia, he was not a nose picker, and he was not a smelly. He was a dead. Scarpia was dead. He was ugly, big Snauzula ugly. Some people say he was so ugly, that's what killed him. He died from ugliness. He was so ugly when they laid him out in his coffin at his funeral. And people would come by to pay their last respects. They would look down on the old corpse and, Ay! Oh! They would fall over in a dead faint. He was that ugly. Big Snauzula ugly. When they buried him, no one wanted him to be buried in the regular churchyard. Oh, no. No one wanted to be buried next to such an ugly man someday. So he was buried at the far end of town at the Church of the Lesser Friars, where the poor people were buried. When Madonna Francesca heard about old Scarpia and where he was buried, she knew how she could use this information to get rid of Luigi and Giuseppe forever. That night when Luigi came to her garden to sing to her, Oh, Belladonna Francesca, she said, Touchy, touchy. Luigi, I have a big problem. It is very bad. My dear Uncle Scarpia, she had to keep from laughing because he really wasn't her uncle. My dear Uncle Scarpia, he was such a nice man. He is dead, and he is buried at the Church of the Lesser Friars. But alas, we are a poor family. We cannot even afford to keep his body there. If you would go and dig him up and bring him and bury him here in my garden, if you would do this favor for my family, I would consent to marry you. Ooh. Luigi didn't know if he wanted to dig up a dead man. But then Madonna Francesca said if he would do this favor for her, they could marry. That's what he wanted more than anything in the world. So he grabbed a shovel and he ran off to the Church of the Lesser Friars. Now while he was gone, Giuseppe showed up to sing for the Madonna Francesca. Oh, be la Donna Francesca. Touchy, touchy. Giuseppe, I have a big problem. It is bad. My dear Uncle Scarpia, ah, oh, he was a handsome man. She had to keep from laughing because he was not a handsome man. He was a very ugly, big Snausula ugly. Uh, he is a dead. He is buried at the Church of the Lesser Friars, but alas, we are such a poor family. We cannot even afford to keep him there. <sighs> If you will do this great favor for my family, if you will go and dig him up and bring him and bury him here in my garden, then I would consent to marry you. Uh. Giuseppe, he didn't know if he wanted to traffic with dead people. But then the Madonna Francesca said that she would marry him for performing this great favor. That's what he wanted more than anything in the world. So she talked him into it. He grabbed a shovel and he too ran off to the Church of the Lesser Friars. Now, of course, Luigi got there first, so he did all of the hard work. He dug down, down, down into the grave until, clank, he hit an iron coffin lid. And then he pried the lid open with his fingers and threw the lid up onto the pile of dirt. Then, when he jumped down into the grave to pick up old Scarpia, and he looked at him face to face, ay, he was so ugly. He was a big Snauzula ugly. Luigi fell over in a dead faint and landed, face first, right on the old corpse. Along came Giuseppe. 
Giuseppe saw that the grave was already open, the coffin lid was already laying on the pile of dirt, his work was already half done. When he leaped down into the grave to pick up old Scarpia, he saw that someone was laying there face down. He thought it was a strange way to bury someone, but perhaps this is how the Madonna Francesca's loved one preferred it. Without another thought, he picked up Luigi by mistake. Now, Luigi, he was not a dead. Scarpia, he was a dead. He was a big snauzula, ugly dead. Luigi, he was not a dead. He was a past, not like he was a dead, but he was a not really dead. He picked up Luigi and threw him over his shoulder and started up the road, thinking to himself, oh, I hope I don't see a constable. If he sees me, he may think that I am grave robbing. Just as he had that thought, a constable stepped out into the street. He saw an open grave, a coffin lid laying on a pile of dirt, someone staggering up the road under the weight of what looked like to be a dead person, and he yelled out, Stop! Grave robber! Ah! Giuseppe jumped behind a tree. When he jumped behind a tree, he banged Luigi's head. It brought Luigi around. Ow, my head, said Luigi. Ah, the dead man, he talks. Giuseppe threw Luigi down and ran down the road. Ah, a policeman. Luigi jumped up and ran the other way. Ah, holy mother, it is a dead man and he's walking. The policeman ran a third. Madonna Francesca sat in her window and said, So long, farewell, adieu. And she never had to see Luigi or Giuseppe again. She lived long and well after that and never had to marry any of those undesirable men. <laughs> Tim Lowry. Uh, listen, that the, the combination Italian and South Carolinian accent. Right, he kind of slipped in and out of each one. I will never I will <laughs> never criticize anybody. I, I, I myself have tried to do accents on stage, you know. Yeah. And they all just turn into strong bad, every one of them. <laughs> so that's the only accent I can do. His, his accent made me think of Adam Sandler. You know, because he did the opera man on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But Kirsten, I had a question for you. I had several questions because he kept using these words. I couldn't tell if he were if he was just making them up or if they're actual Italian words. Like he said, snazula, and he said, tachi, tachi. Or what are what are those? Do those mean anything? Um, as far as I know, tachi is a word. It means like, calm down, like peace, be quiet. Huh. Okay. Snazula. I've never heard it before. Okay. <laughs> it might be like a dialect thing where it's yeah, just yeah. a certain city uses it, but I don't know. <laughs> we always wonder uh, on the Appleseed uh, about the degree to which we are familiar with stories that Americans are familiar with and unfamiliar with stories from other parts of the world. You know, We had for a long time a Brazilian sound engineer, Andre Marcus, a wonderful member of the Appleseed team, who kind of enlightened us with all these wonderful Brazilian folk tales and things like that. You know, When you were living uh, abroad, did you, did you get acquainted with the folklore? Did you learn any of the, the, the stories that come from Italy? I did learn a few. They have kind of these... Um these stereotypical characters mm -hmm. and each city has their own like character or mascot with its own personality and they'll all uh -huh. interact together and have these funny adventures or um, it's usually trying to make fun or poke fun at one of the other cities or uh, oh it, yeah they're really funny city rivalries <laughs> yes. reflected in the folklore they're really fun oh that's yeah. fun when you what was your favorite food oh my favorite food they have it's it's a lot like a lasagna 
Um, so they'll make like the red sauce and the yeah, white yeah. sauce and then but instead of using noodles to make the layers, they'll fry up an eggplant and they'll use these pieces of fried eggplant between the layers of red sauce and they'll cook it with a ton of cheese and it is the most delicious thing I think I've ever eaten. I it's asked you that incredible. question primarily to get your Uncle Jeff's goat because every every time every recording session we ever have winds up just making him hungry. Yeah, <laughs> there's always food mentioned in the discussion. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, I've got another question for Kirsten. So obviously this Madonna Francesca had really high standards. Kirsten is not married and uh, I'm wondering if your standards are that stringent and high. Well, I wouldn't want to marry a nose picker either, so <laughs> okay. I can't blame her. That's fair. So they're at least uh, that high, Yes, right? that's that's pretty fair. Um, <laughs> I, I think it is important to have those standards. Um, I don't know if maybe you should count out everyone in your whole city so you never have any chance, but... Um, I think it's important to have a baseline to, like, I want to marry someone that's going to be respectful, that's going to be um, thoughtful and polite, that's going to be a hard worker. Handsome is always important. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, definitely not a nose picker. (laughs) Well, if you date Kirsten, you're going to get somebody that's extremely kind and very polite. So... Yeah, and that sorry, I didn't mean not, to make this like an that advertisement. Is not only, that, that is not only oh, you know self evidently true, but also the job of an uncle, right? Yeah, to, <laughs> to, to, to say things like that. That's great. Every We're, time we meet a, a potential suitor, I'm just going to speak in my version of an Italian accent, like, <laughs> "Oh, come into our house. You have some Italian food." Uh, is your uncle from Italy? No, he's from Southern California. Yeah, yeah. Just go with it. It's almost the same. Yeah. You know, before we were talking about Tim Lowry, we were talking about seersucker, right? And I was giving what I felt like was a pretty impoverished description of what seersucker is, right? And Tim, I know you you may be listening. Tim often does listen. And, and, and so I thought, now we better get our crack team of, of researchers at Google and Wiki on it. And, and so we've had our crack team of researchers from Google and Wiki on this question. And parentheses, Sam Payne, yeah, Googling it. looking things up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's this it's this generally light colored, lightweight kind of puckered fabric a little bit. The most common kind that you see is striped blue and white. But some of the mm. things that I learned is it comes from the the word comes from Hindi and originates oh. from the Persian words. Sheer and shakar. Now, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing those right. But, uh, yeah, sheer shakar, right? Seersucker, right? Those words literally mean milk and sugar. Okay. And early in the life of that fabric, it was used to make uh, bed ticking, but also like railroad overalls and engineer's caps and things like that. And it was worn by, uh, by the poor, Right. Until about the 1920s, when like uh, preppy college students started wearing it in this kind of reverse huh. snobbery, you know, and now it's hmm. kind of the clothing of the southern gentleman, the seersucker suit. That's Let's so all get in our gondolas and head over to KFC in our seersucker suits. 
<laughs> Tim Lowry and the story Madonna Francesca and our guest Kirsten and, of course, her uncle Jeff, our producer here on The Appleseed. What a pleasure to have you guys in the studio. Great to be here. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having us. And we always hope that the stories that we bring you on the show spark memories for you that you can share with people that you love. You can find us online at www.byuradio.org slash Appleseed for hundreds of episodes and thousands of stories for your listening pleasure anytime you like. Take us with you, take us with you on your mobile device by subscribing to the podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast for something new just about every day on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. I'm Sam Payne. Thanks for joining us for a little something extra from the Appleseed. Google the Appleseed podcast and subscribe for something new just about every day. The Appleseed with Sam Payne. <laughs>